0: Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about some simple goals for a complicated world. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, so you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today, We're talking about how I should determine my goals going ahead, and and if I should be planning ahead, even while I know in James 4, God says that I shouldn't make plans without him, and Jesus said that I shouldn't worry about physical things because my father knows I need them. You know, there's a joke about a college class that had a difficult final exam. It was all uh, true or false, though. And the professor walks around and he sees a student flipping a coin. And he asked him, are, are you just guessing on this test? No, sir, he said. I'm just checking my answers. <laughs> and, and there are some people who seem to live their whole lives that way. They have no direction. They have no purpose. They have no goals. They check their answers by flipping a coin, drifting along aimlessly in life. And that's not who we should be. Paul once wrote, for me to live is Christ in Philippians 1 21. He had a goal. Do we know what our goal is as Christians? Why are we here? Why do we go through what we do? What are we aiming to accomplish? You know, the world gets so frustrated over questions like that. Sometimes we put so much energy into trying to figure out where we're going. And we get so frustrated with our planning that we never actually start moving. And God says planning out our goals doesn't have to be complicated. He doesn't say we have to climb up some corporate ladder or conquer the world. And 1 Thessalonians, Paul wrote, Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders, and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 through 12. You know, when it comes to planning goals, God says we can keep it simple, but we have to stick to them. We can't say we're going to do one thing and then fail to carry it out. Too often, we show that we don't understand our goals. We say we value one thing, we say we're going to do one thing, but then we value something else entirely and we pursue that other thing. You know, I I just saw an article a couple of days ago. Uh, with the headline about a study where they they found most people say they value family. They, They value spending time with family more than money or their career. But the way they use their time actually shows they believe the opposite. And if we say our goal is to value and strengthen our family, we should act on that. If we say our goal is to live a moral life, We should act on that. If we say we value our faith, we should act on that. Planning is okay, but that's not where we are allowed to stop. So first, we should know that our goals are allowed to be simple, but we have to follow through on them. But second, going back to what Paul said to the Thessalonians, Christians set our goals for different reasons than we used to. In the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon examined the things that that commonly motivate us in life. Pleasure, uh, accomplishments, pursuit of wisdom, learning, power, position, riches, security. But he finishes each of his evaluations by declaring that these things are not all they're cracked up to be. It's all empty and worthless and dissatisfying. And Ecclesiastes 5. Uh, he writes, there is a severe evil, which I have seen under the sun, riches kept for their owner to his hurt, but those riches perish through misfortune. When he begets a son, there is nothing in his hand as he came from his mother's womb. Naked shall he return to go as he came, and he shall take nothing from his labor which he may carry away in his hand. And this also is a severe evil. Just exactly as he came, so shall he go. And what profit has he who has labored for the wind? All his days he also eats in darkness, and he has much sorrow and sickness and anger. Solomon says, the goals we set, they're all empty. They'll all eventually be taken away from us. Now, for some people, the goal of being with the church is to have someone meet their own personal needs, to satisfy those needs that that Solomon lists. That's how we start out. We were drawn to the church because something or someone met our needs. There is a class that ministered to our kids. There is someone available to counsel us through our marriage or or some other difficulty we were facing. There is a, a meeting or a Bible study that led us to Christ. And we came to Christ because we wanted his love in our lives. So initially, for us to live, like Paul wrote, was for God to meet our needs. And that's not wrong. But the problem arises when we fail to make the transition from the mindset of I need my needs fulfilled to the one Paul declared in Philippians 121. For me to live is no longer my needs, but is Christ. You know, Ecclesiastes tells us, that God put eternity in our hearts. We have a big, eternal God, and he calls us to have big and eternal goals. You know, nearly a thousand years after Solomon wrote those words in Ecclesiastes and two chapters over from when Paul said to live is Christ, Paul says, but what things were gained to me, these I have counted Loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness, which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. You know, Paul had had everything. He was a leader. He was looked up to. He was an up and comer. He was going places. Yet... Now he says that was all rubbish. It was excess debris. It was worthless junk. And we're not saying that we should abandon everything that's important to us in the world, taking care of our families and taking care of our needs and having dreams for the future. What we're saying is as good and as worthy as those aspects of our lives may be, those goals may be, they are not what should ultimately motivate us. Those goals are simply not big enough for us. Our goal should be the same as Paul's, to live is Christ. You see, Christians have a tremendous advantage when we're setting our goals. We can plan something simple and God will make it powerful because we have the ultimate reason to live. Ephesians 2.10 tells us that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that he prepared in advance for us to do. In other words, We have a purpose and it doesn't center around us or our needs or our family or our personal fulfillment. It centers around Jesus Christ. We can choose to make complicated goals. We can look up to business tycoons of the world and claim them as our model of success. We can look to powerful politicians and make that our goal. We can desire prestige and money and authority, even family as our priority but it will all end in emptiness. We'll end up like the student who was just flipping coins for the answers to the test, hoping he's going to strike luck. God says it doesn't have to be that complicated or hopeless. Paul wrote, for me to live is Christ. You know, there's a simple solution to overcome the emptiness in the world and set goals that will have meaning, but it's up to you to accept it. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's YouTube or Facebook. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.